0: Hey, what's up everybody? Good morning if you're listening to this in the morning. It's morning for me. It's 7:20 a.m. Welcome back to the Daily Drives. I am your host, Jason Fermines. I'm coming to you today from a different studio. It's a Penske truck. <laughs> you know, cuz normally I'm driving around town for my job and whatever, but today I'm driving down I-95 headed south. Um, in South Carolina right now, not too far from the South Carolina Georgia border, um, about 75 miles north of Savannah, Georgia. So, uh, moving to Florida, that's why I'm I'm hitting you up from the Penske truck today. Haven't had the opportunity to talk to you guys yet uh, to start this podcast yet. This has been a rather busy week, of course. Uh, yes, we're moving to we're moving to Florida. Uh, I also have a guest with me today. In the studio, uh, and it's my son Ethan. Now, he's sleeping, but uh, I'm sure he'll be up soon, wondering what it is that I'm talking about, what I'm doing, and wanting to uh, shed some of his light on everyone as well. So, anyway, um, yeah, we're moving to Florida, as I said a couple of times. Uh, We left on Monday, and today is Saturday. Uh, so we left on Monday and we, we've we been at my mom's house in Plymouth, uh, if you will, Roper actually, uh, North Carolina. We've been there since uh, Monday night, or Tuesday, real early Tuesday morning actually. Uh, spent uh, a few days there, hung out, checked out some museums, that was a lot of fun. Uh, and we went to, uh, Nikki and I, my wife and I went to the Outer Banks and got to see some great big gigantic ass waves smashing into the, the shore. That was really awesome. It was probably the biggest waves I've ever seen. So that was a lot of fun. It's just been an incredible time so far. And uh, man, wow, it's, it's, it's exciting. So today we're going to arrive in St. Petersburg, Florida. That's where we're going to spend uh, the, at least the next six months or so of our lives. So um, we, we find a place to buy. We're going to buy a house down here. And um, start our uh, studio where we will invite people to come uh, train. I'll I'll do personal training there. Uh, we'll also do um, like some nutritionist type stuff. So like we're gonna teach people how to uh, to eat properly, how to have a good diet, how to shop for a good diet, how to uh, how to cook some good food, you know. <laughs> uh, and for folks that are on the go and they're constantly busy, we're gonna show you how to. Uh, make meals for the entire week. You know, prep your entire week's meal plan so that you don't lose sight of something that's really important, which is nutrition. So um, that's that's kind of the plan. And you guys are in on the ground floor. You're going to be watching this thing being built from the ground up, and I'm really excited about it. I hope you guys, um, I hope you guys check it out. Once I start getting things up, like websites and things like that, I'll I'll make sure to, to let everyone know about it and uh, put some links up and everything for you. So, when those things come available, make sure you go check them out. In the meantime, uh, here we are with the Daily Drives and we need a, we need a topic. So, uh, one of the things that I have noticed over the last couple of weeks, a big differences between myself and other people is uh, the amount of confidence that I have. Um, so, today I wanna talk a little bit about confidence how to get it, <laughs> uh, and how to make it work for you, and one of the things that uh, I'm told just about everywhere I go, every time I go to some kind of a training seminar, training class, or something like that, or um, if I'm ever asked to, to get up in front of a group of people and talk about things, I'm always very confident when I get in a position like that, when I'm, I'm in the middle of, you know, uh, speaking to a group of people, or if I'm in the middle of taking over a project or something like that, I I have a lot of confidence going into those things. And the reason why I have so much confidence, and this is point number one, I have failed a lot. Look, (laughs) when it comes to confidence, the best way to be, the best way to gain confidence is to win, right? To win small battles. So, point number one, when you fail, at something, you have to look at that failure, not as a failure, but as a success. And the reason why it's a success is because that's one less thing that you have to do to get to the right, the right answer, right? So, for example, um, if you have a, if you're doing a test, if you're taking a test and the, the answers are multiple choice, you have one question, four answers, right? You select the wrong answer the first time, but you get three more tries to get the right answer. Well, you're probably going to get the right answer eventually, right? Well, that's the way life is. That's the way everything is. You you have unlimited number of chances to get something right. Life, I mean, we fuck things up, we fix things, we move on. We learn from our mistakes. That's what we do. So, the first the first point is a failure is not a failure. A failure is a small success. Stop looking at your failures as a loss, and start looking at your failures as a win, because those really are wins, when you, when you screw something up, you're going to stand back, take a look at it, and go, man, how did I screw this thing up, you're going to figure out where things went wrong, and you're going to correct the action that got you in that position to begin with, and then you're going to move on. That's it. You're not going to sit around and swell on how badly you screwed that up. You screwed it up already. You can't, you can't go back in the past and unscrew it up. You can't unfix anything. You just got to repair and move on, right? So, for example, you buy a brand new car. It has five miles on it when you pull it off the lot. Not once did you ever change the oil in 50,000 miles you've been driving the car. Next thing you know, your engine's blown up. You take it into the mechanic, the mechanic says, Dude, you've never changed the oil in this car. Your engine blew up because the oil's all gunky and nasty, and it's just, it, that's why your engine blew up, and you've got to change the oil. Well, you can't reverse time go back and start changing your oil and fix that problem and not cost yourself $5,000 for a new engine, can you? No, you can't. You can't. What you have to do is you have to make that repair, whether it's putting a new engine in. It's probably that. So you have to put the new engine in into your vehicle, get in your car, buckle your seatbelt, put it in drive and go. That's how you do it, man. Fuck something up, fix it, and move on. But stop looking at your fuck-ups as something that is a negative because it's not. It's a positive. It's a step in the right direction. You know not to do that way. Not not to do it that way the next time. Right? So that's point number one. Turn your failures into successes. Point number two. The best way to gain confidence is to win. Right? As I said a few minutes ago, to win. So what do you do to win? Well the first thing that you can do is I mentioned this in one of my earlier podcasts you can come up with your critical task list right your to-do list your daily hardcore activities that must get done you want an odd number of those activities the reason you want an odd number of those activities is so that and I always say five is the perfect answer but three might be your answer seven might be your answer anything more than seven you're really doing yourself no favors alright so let's say it's five but the reason that you want an odd number is so that you can get three things done, not get two things done, but you still win. As opposed to if you have four things, you get two things done. You don't get two things done, you, you tie. You can't tie the day. That doesn't build your confidence. It doesn't, it's, it's like you may as well not even have woken up, right? So you want an odd number of things. And those critical tasks have to be things that you're not already doing, things you're not already good at. Because what we're doing with those critical tasks is we're going to do those every single day. We're going to turn those critical tasks into habits, right? That's going to help you to be successful down the road, good habits, right? So you're going to take your five critical things that you've got to get done on a daily basis and you're going to start doing those things. You're going to write them down and you're going to check them off as you get them done. As I've said before, those things are going to be based upon your goals what you want to do. My five things are going to be different than your five things. Don't pick my five things. All right? So your five things might be number one, exercise for 30 minutes because I don't exercise enough and I need to get more exercise in my life. I need to take care of my body. I don't want to be around for a long time for my kids, for my grandkids, for my great grandkids. So I'm going to exercise at least 30 minutes every single day. Right, so that's critical task number one critical task number two you might decide all right um i want to uh i want to start my own business okay and my business is um, personal training okay so critical task number two i want to uh i want to reach out to um reach out to a personal trainer and get some ideas every day I want to reach out to one new personal trainer they're not hard to find man. they're all over Facebook and they're all over every social media there's so many there's so many personal trainers on Instagram it's almost like it's almost like you can't even search a hashtag without bumping into a personal trainer you really can't so it'd be easy to get in touch with one and say hey what suggestions do you have for this? Or what ideas do you have for that, right? So that might be one of your critical tasks. How long does that that one take to complete? Five minutes, 10 minutes? Not long at all, right? You can have that done in no time. Um, 30 minutes of exercise, obviously 30 minutes. You can have that done in no time. So your next critical task might be hey, you know what, I don't spend enough time with my kids. I feel like I argue with my kids more than I, I hang out with them. So every day I'm gonna spend 20 minutes with each of my kids doing whatever it is that they like to do or that we like to do together, whatever it is, like maybe you read a book, maybe you go for a walk, maybe you go fishing, whatever that, whatever it is, alright, you know your kids better than I do, so whatever you guys like to do, maybe that's what you're doing, so that's three critical tasks, now, you can have that shit all done by noon, alright, so critical task number four is, let's say, um, you want to be better at maintaining your personal relationships. So every day, you're going to call one member of your family and just say hi. Right? That might take 10 minutes. But it's important. Developing relationships and maintaining relationships is important in life. So it's good to do that. It's good for you. It's good for your spirit. Definitely a critical task that you should get good at. So the fifth critical task might be, um, you know, I need to... I need to watch my weight, so I want to watch my calorie intake, um, so every day when I eat something, I'm going to write it down in my in my calorie log book, okay, so those are your five critical tasks, one of which you have to do throughout the day as you're eating, so that's not something that you can get done before the day is over, it's done when the day is done, right, one of those is 30 minutes worth of exercise, one's 20 minutes hanging out with the kids, so Realistically, you're talking about an hour or two tops out of your entire day that you're going to spend on your critical task list. Tops, at the very, very most. You should never have to spend more than that on it, right? So here's what happens. You make those critical tasks. The things that you need to be good at but you're not good at, the things that you want to make a habit that you're not good at yet, you make those your critical tasks, and you check those off as you complete those. And every single day, when you've at least completed three of those five, or two of those three, or, you know, four of those seven, that's a win. You've won. That's going to make you feel better every single day. Those small little wins. Look, I didn't get this done. I didn't get that done. But I got my five critical tasks done. I got my... My major to-do list done. I got the five things that I need to get done every single day. I got those done. I won today. Regardless of what else happened, I kicked ass today. Right? What's going to happen is you're going to see yourself gaining confidence in those those five particular critical tasks. You're going to gain confidence in those things. You're going to gain confidence in hanging out with your kids. It's going to become a habit. You're going to do this for a month. It's going to become a habit. It's something every single day. Maybe you get home at 5.15 and you and the kids go for a walk at 5.45. That's like your thing now, right? I don't know. It's, it's, your, it's your life. It's your critical task list, okay? So whatever it is, you're going to find that these things become a habit and you enjoy doing them. And now they're helping to move you in the direction that you want to go, which is ultimately what we all want to do anyway. So if exactly. Your confidence is going to get get boosted up by, by those miniature little wins every single day, all right, so point number two, win your day, as often as you can win your day, listen to Andy Frasella's podcast, the MFCEO Project, I think it's podcast number 107, it's called Win the Day, he talks specifically about that particular process, the, the, the critical task, he calls the power list, uh, he talks specifically about that and what's important about that and some of the things that I just mentioned he yeah, hits on as well. So go listen to that. Andy Frisella, F R I S S E L L A, I think. Um or I S E L L A. But it's the M F C E O, Motherfucking C E O Project. It's awesome. It's on iTunes, go listen to that. Um I believe it's episode one oh seven. It's called Win the Day is that episode. Go listen to that. It's really cool. Very powerful stuff. It talks about the the critical task list and why it's important and why All the successful people in the world use this particular technique. All of them. All of them. Okay, so that's point number two. Point number three, get good at being uncomfortable. Put yourself in situations that are not comfortable for you. If you don't like speaking to a crowd of people, start out with a small crowd and put yourself in that position and do it as often as you can because here's what, here's why you're not confident to begin with. When it comes to a public speaking situation, the reason that you're not confident when it comes to talking to people or a group of people is because you think That everyone in that crowd is sitting there judging you on how they would do a better job if they were in your shoes. That's what you think. Or you think, what if I screw up? What if I say something that's not right? What if I stumble over my words? What if the people that I'm talking to realize that I'm a human being? just like them and I'm not perfect. That's what you're saying to yourself. Think about that. When you're not confident talking to a group of people, it's because of those things. You think you think that you have to be perfect when making that presentation. Maybe you've seen other people do it before and they did a really good job. They had a lot of confidence. Their confidence makes you less confident in yourself because you're like, "Man, they're really confident. I don't know if I could ever have that kind of confidence. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. When you realize that the people that you're talking to are just people just like you, that's going to help out a great deal. But the way that you do that is you constantly put yourself in those situations, make yourself uncomfortable, and when you're uncomfortable, tell people you're uncomfortable. I know it sounds crazy, right? Be honest with people. Be up front. I'm telling you. When you let people know, hey, listen, man, I'm nervous. (laughs) This is my first time doing this. Go back and listen to my first podcast. I'm not nervous because I don't care what people think. It's none of my business what people think of me, so I don't care. I'm not nervous, but you can hear in my voice that I'm not super confident. Even though I'm not nervous, I'm not super confident until I start talking about the things that I want to talk about. When I get into the topic itself... Now I'm super confident because now I know I can talk for the next 25, 35 minutes on confidence specifically give you some really good tools and tips and ideas as to how to gain more confidence and to do better with the things that you want to do in your life. I know I can do that for you, so I'm very confident when I start talking. But when I start talking about things like, you know, hit me up on Instagram, yeah, I'm I'm not real smooth and real fluent with it yet, you know. Sometimes I say Instagram when I mean Twitter and vice versa. You know, hit me up on Instagram. I'm, I'm at for Jason. I mean, that's Twitter. So I'm at Jason on Twitter. I'm at the official Jason for on Instagram. So like in those areas, I stumble a little bit because I'm not super confident and just able to deliver that because I'm not used to saying those things all the time. But once you get used to it, once you get used to saying the, the things that you're trying to say to communicating, the way that you're trying to communicate your ability to talk in front of groups of people will get better and better and better. Like you have the ability now, you just lack the confidence because you don't do it enough to realize that it's going to go the same way every single time. You're going to be nervous at first, you're going to start talking about the things that you're actually confident about, and you're going to see that that confidence is going to ring through. And it's going to get better and better and better each time that you do it. So get used to being uncomfortable. Another very uncomfortable situation. um, I've noticed this in myself a lot. when, When you're in a job interview and you feel like you're doing a great job, you feel like you're going to get the job, you're not quite sure how much the job pays. But that's a factor, a contributing factor, as to whether or not you feel like you're going to take this job, right? So, I was always told growing up, hey, it's rude to ask about the money, like in a job interview. it's, it's, It's rude, it's unprofessional to ask about the pay. Are you kidding me? Why is that not cool? Because why would I be getting a job that doesn't pay me what I need to pay, what I need to make, you know? That might be the only thing I care about is the money. You know? Like, look, if I'm going to work for McDonald's, I'm probably not gonna give two shits about the free the free lunch, you know? I'm probably gonna say, hey man, how much how much am I gonna make? You know, that that's what I really care about. So an uncomfortable question to ask is how much does this pay? Ask. When you get uncomfortable, You're doing yourself a favor. Because the more uncomfortable you make yourself, the easier it will be when you get into situations that are uncomfortable for other people. Um, Another uncomfortable situation is when you have to fire somebody or coach somebody. Right? So you're a manager uh, and you work for a company or you're an owner of a company or whatever. Somebody does something that is not right. They screwed up. um, You know they rang something up wrong, or they should have refunded a customer their money or didn't, you know, when they, they, they should have but didn't, or shouldn't have but did, you know, whatever. They screwed something up, so it's time to talk. It's time to have a conversation. Most people have a difficult time having that conversation because they're not used to having that conversation. That's why it's uncomfortable, because you're not used to having that conversation. So, the best thing that you can do in that situation is be upfront, honest, blunt, brutal. Just spit it out. Do not beat around the bush. Do not dance around the topic. Just come right out and say what it is that's on your mind. It's going to be easier for you. It's going to be easier for the other person, the person that you're coaching or firing or whatever. It's going to be easier for everyone. No one is going to be, um, no one is going to mistake what it is that you're trying to communicate to them. And that's that's the other thing too. Like if you don't if you're not 100% confident in what you're saying, then it doesn't matter. So here's here's two different ways of firing people. Number one, hey, listen, man, things are not working out. You're fired. It's, you're going to have to get your stuff. You're going to have to go. Sorry about your luck. This isn't working out. Here's the other way to fire. Now, that's clear. I get that. All right, look. Sorry, dude. My bad. All right, cool. I'm grabbing my stuff. I'm out. Peace. Why am I fired? Who cares? You're fired. Get out. It sucks. Alright, I don't want to hear that, I don't want to say that, but at least that's clear, concise, and I understand what the hell is going on, right? Here's the other way to fire someone, look, things really aren't working out, man. Um, I thought things were going to be better, I-, I thought we were going to be able to work this stuff out, but it's just not seeming to go that way. Uh, I'm afraid we're going to have to make a change here. Well, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> right? That was that was the last time I got fired. That's how I got fired. Dude was like, yeah, it's not working out, man. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to make a change. Uh, okay, what 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 change are you trying to make? i I'm not really sure. Well, we're gonna have to let you go. Let me go where? I don't know. What do you what do you what do you mean? Uh, yeah. Well, you know, you've been here six weeks, and you know we haven't gotten enough production out of you yet. So we're gonna to have to have somebody else take your seat. Where am I gonna sit? I swear this is how this is literally how this conversation went. I had no idea I was being fired. It, it was it was blowing me away that I was being fired from my job. I'm like, holy shit, are you kidding me? I've been here six weeks. Um, I'm I've just now started getting momentum and I got a lot of cool stuff going on. I'm about to close a bunch of, you know, larger deals and, and you wanna kick me out now? I got ten days left in the month. I can still make a nice decent month out of this, but you, you want to go now? You want me to go now? Wait a minute. What the fuck? I had no idea I was being fired. Look, it's uncomfortable. Just do it. Do it anyway. Get it done. Get it out of the way. Forget about it. It's, you just got to do it, right? So, point number three when it comes to confidence, you got to do it. Put yourself in uncomfortable situations. Situations that make you Cringe a little bit. So, to gain confidence, we put ourselves in uncomfortable situations where we need to have more confidence. We stop telling ourselves that a loss is a loss, a bad thing, a negative. A loss is actually positive thing, it's a win. It's one step closer to a win. And being clear and concise when you're talking is definitely a way to help out with the confidence thing. So, We're going to uh, take a break, and I will be right back with you. I think we're going to grab some breakfast. It's now 7.46 in the morning. We are almost in Georgia, and we're going to grab some breakfast, I think. So I'll be back with you soon.
1: Breakfast was good. Stopped a cracker barrel. That's pancakes, eggs, bacon, you know, same old, same old. And now that it's, uh, you know, late morning, my passenger and uh, special guest today is awake. Say hello, Ethan. Hi. Yeah, that's Ethan. He's, he's bored out of his mind. He's been on his phone this entire trip, just about. But uh, he's getting better you know, paying attention to the world around them. So, Ethan, today we're talking about confidence. You got anything you want to say about confidence? Uh, believe in yourself. Believe in yourself, okay, alright. And do you believe in yourself? Yes, I do. You do, you always believe in yourself? Not always, but I should. Well, let me ask you this. What do you do when you don't believe in yourself? either try it or I don't. You either try it or you don't? Yeah, either with the best effort or no effort at all. Okay, so you either try it and you give it your best or you don't bother trying it at all. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay, okay. Now what happens when you try it and you give it your best? Do you always do you always make it happen? Do you always do you always win? I do not always succeed. No? Not always, but sometimes you do. Yeah. And what what happens when you do succeed? I feel better about myself. You feel better about yourself? You get a little I, more. You feel more confident. You feel more confident. Okay. But well, what happens what happens when you don't succeed? Well, start over and try again. <laughs> sometimes. Start it over, try again, figure out what you did wrong. I get it. That's that's a good philosophy to have, I think. Now, keep in mind, guys, he was asleep when we were talking about this earlier. Ethan, how old are you? 11, almost 12. 11, almost 12. On uh, the 24th of April, E-Man will be 12 years old. And Ethan just gave you the exact same advice that I did just moments ago. And that is, when you fail, you just pick yourself up, brush yourself off, and give it another shot. Figure out what you did wrong. Do something different. Figure it out. Because at the bottom, uh, the bottom line is, you know, none of us really know. We're all just gonna have to figure things out. So sometimes you just gotta do stuff. You just gotta do stuff. And as you do stuff, you'll get wins. You'll you'll do well at things. You'll get better and better each and every time. Think about it like this. When you first started learning how to walk, right? At first you're crawling, everything's cool, then you decide to try to stand up. You're standing up. You're able to stand there without falling or anything. Next thing you know, you take a step. Boom! Fall down, right? Imagine if you quit right there and you never try it again. Because I, I tried it. I fell. I suck. I'm not any good at this, right? But you don't do that because instinctively, what you do is you get up and you try it again. That's just what you do instinctively. No one taught you to do that. You just, you just naturally do it. Now we're afraid to do that, right? Now we're afraid when we fall down, we're afraid to get back up and try it again. We're like, oh, oh, shit, damn it. People saw that. People know I screwed that up. We didn't care about that when we were, you know, 10 months old, 12 months old, learning how to walk. We didn't care about that, the fact that people saw us fall down. We didn't care. Everybody else was walking, we wanted to be able to walk too. That guy gave an awesome speech he seemed really confident. I want to give an honest awesome speech and I want to seem really confident too. That's what you got to say to yourself. Pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and get going. So, when it comes to gaining confidence, I think it's all pretty clear that what we have to do is we have to get ourselves in uncomfortable situations. Things that we need to gain confidence in, we need to just do those things. Just get in there, dive in, Don't be afraid, you're gonna screw up, it's okay. Anybody else that would try it would more than likely screw up too. I promise you, it's not simple for anyone. You have to get out there and try it. Am I right, E-Man? Yep. So, after you fell down, you got up and you tried it and you kept going until eventually, you didn't fall down as much, so you got a lot more confidence, right? And then what happened when you had a lot of confidence walking? trying harder. Then what happens? You, you start to do it. run. You get good at walking. You're confident at it. you like, sure, I got this walking thing, man. That's no problem. Hey, just a few weeks ago, I wasn't able to do this at all, but now I got this shit. I'm walking and I am, a, I am like an expert walker. I'm a professional walker now. So then what do you do? You got so much confidence, you just take off running. What happens? Bam! You trip over something. You fall down. Ouch. Okay, that sucked. Well, of course, you can't stop there. You get up, you keep going, and you learn how to run. Same thing with riding a bike. Same thing with everything you've ever done. Anything that you're good at now, you sucked at at one point in time. You had no confidence. Guarantee it. Anything that you're good at, I don't care what it is. If you play baseball, you play pool, any sports of any kind... Maybe uh, you're good at working out, you're good at lifting weights, that kind of thing. Maybe you're a good reader, maybe you're a good writer. Guarantee you sucked at all those things at one time. And all it took was getting in there and getting it done over and over and over again to give yourself the confidence. So I think that says enough as far as how to get the confidence. Now, we are... Almost out of the state of Georgia will be uh, arriving in the beautiful state of Florida here very, very soon. And we're all getting pretty excited about that. So, um, I want to wrap up this episode. I just want to get something out to you guys. So I want to talk a little bit about confidence. I want to get something out to you guys because I know uh, I've been really busy so I haven't had much of a chance to do so. So, as I say every single time, please do me a favor. I noticed there's a few more listeners, so again, thank you very much. Obviously, you guys are listening to do me a favor. Uh, do me a solid, letting people know about the podcast. You're sharing. I appreciate that. Please share the podcast. Please uh, invite somebody to listen. And please leave me some reviews, some ratings. I really appreciate that. Go to thumbtack.com. Leave me a review there. Uh, I would really appreciate that. Also, I'm on um, all sorts of social media. Please follow me on Instagram. I'm at the official Jason Kerminz. Someone took my name. Jerk. Whoever it is, I'll pay you for it. If that sounds familiar, you've heard this podcast before. So, at the official Jason Kerminz on Instagram. Kerminz Jason on Twitter. Jason Kerminz Rocks on Facebook. Uh, Jason Kerminz on Snapchat. And Jason Kerminz on Periscope. Hit me up there. Um, we're going to get driving on down to Florida and I'll hit you up again when I'm in the sunshine state and we've got our feet planted, uh, in the sand. So I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks again for sharing. And until I talk to you next time, take care of yourself and be good to each other.